0: Hey, faithful listener welcome to season six of the bible explained podcast the podcast where the bible gets explained so grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's discussion from the book of judges well faithful listeners today we are going to be finishing up deborah's song this song has been absolutely fascinating to me since we first began talking about it and if i'm being 100 percent honest When I was first researching it, I'm like, what am I gonna talk about with this song? But man, there is so much in this song, so much that even applies today. So let's read Judges chapter 5, verses 24 through 31. Grab the version of the Bible that you prefer to read out of, but I prefer to read out of the W-E-B. And for those of you who don't know why I prefer that version, it is because it's a public domain version. And I think it's a little bit easier to understand than the King James Version, which is also a public domain version. So that's why I choose the W-E-B to read on this podcast so that I don't have to deal with copyright stuff. But otherwise, I really do love the W-E-B version. But anyway, let's go ahead and read... Judges 5, 24 through 31, make sure to grab your cup of coffee or your cup of tea this morning, and let's jump in to the last portion of Deborah's song. Jael shall be blessed above women, the wife of Heber the Kenite. Blessed shall she be above women in the tent. He asked for water, she gave him milk. She brought him butter in a lordly dish. She put her hand to the tent peg and her right hand to the workman's hammer. With the hammer, she struck Sisera. She struck through his head. Yes, she pierced and struck through his temples. At her feet he bowed, he fell, he lay. At her feet he bowed, he fell. Where he bowed, there he fell down dead. Through the window, she looked out and cried. Sisera's mother looked through the lattice. Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why did the wheels of his chariots wait? Her wise ladies answered her. Yes, she returned answer to herself. Have they not found? Have they not divided the plunder? A lady, two ladies to every man, to Sisera a plunder of dyed garments, a plunder of dyed garments embroidered, of dyed garments embroidered on both sides, on the necks of the plunder? So let all your enemies perish, O Yahweh, but let those who love him be as the sun when it rises in its strength. Then the land had rest for forty years. So if you read through this portion really fast, you might not catch what's happening here. And I think some people have a misconception about Sisera's mother that's mentioned here. So I'll talk about that in a moment. But let's discuss verses 24 through 27. Deborah sings about the woman J.L. Remember, J.L. was the one who assassinated Sisera. And she was blessed because she assassinated Sisera. Because Sisera was a bad guy. He was the leader of the army. He attacked the Israelites. The Israelites were deeply troubled by Sisera and his army and by King Jabin for 20 long years until they finally cried out to Yahweh. And so Yahweh delivered Sisera into the hand of a woman is how scripture talks about it. So this woman happened to be Jael and she... It seems like was a pretty well-to-do woman she was the wife of this guy named Heber the Kenite they lived on the outskirts of Israel and because they lived on the outskirts of Israel they actually had a peace treaty with the king of Jabin so that is why Sisera actually went to uh, Jael's tents was because he believed that that was a safe place for him to go so J.L beckons him into her tent. She's like, Cicero, come here. You know, I'm going to help you. You look tired. Come here and rest and relax in my tent. And so she beckons him in and he goes into her tent. And here's what uh, Deborah recounts about this entire thing. She says, JL shall be blessed above women. The wife of Heber, the Kenite, she shall be blessed above women in the tent. Man, JL really put herself on the line. First and foremost, Cicero was extremely dangerous. And she allowed him into her tent. Okay, so that's the first reason why she was in danger. The second reason was because her husband had a peace treaty with that king, King Jabin, who Cicero worked for. So if the assassination attempt failed, certainly all of Jael's family would have died at the hands of that king. So that's the second way that she uh, put herself in danger. The third way was because back in these days, you don't allow strange men into your tent. (laughs) You don't do that. And so Jael risked potentially her husband or somebody else finding out that Sisera was in her tent. And she could have gotten stoned for that back in these days, maybe, if somebody had found Sisera in her tent. But yet she put herself in danger to do what God told her to do. Remember how On Wednesday, we were talking about all the different tribes and how they are making excuses and they were afraid. And yet JL in some ways was stronger than entire tribes of Israel. And that is why Deborah says JL shall be blessed above women, above all women. Every single woman JL is blessed more. (laughs) She shall be blessed above women in the tent Sisera asked for water. She gave him milk. She brought him butter in a lordly dish. So this is probably talking about buttermilk, I would guess. I don't know if you guys have ever had buttermilk. I think it is absolutely repulsive. It is so disgusting to me. But it was a luxury back in these days. <laughs> like a creamy, delicious buttermilk. And not only did she bring it, you know, to Sisera, she brought it in a very fancy dish. So that Sisera thought that he was being... You know, treated with the utmost respect. And not only that, he asked for water, water to quench his thirst. And she gave him milk, something that would help put him to sleep and make him tired. But it was also something Sisera never would have expected. You know, J.L. trying to trick him or put him, put him to sleep because she was being a hostess by bringing him the best of the best milk or cream inside of this fancy container. She gave him milk. She brought him butter in the lordly dish. And then when he fell asleep, here's what it says in verse 26. She put her hand to the tent peg and her right hand to the workman's hammer. And with the hammer she struck Sisera and struck through his head. So she put that tent peg on his temple and struck it as hard as she could. And Sisera died right then and there. Yes, she pierced and struck through his temples. And at her feet, he bowed, he fell, he lay. You know how embarrassing that would have been for a man at this time period, a commander at this time period to be assassinated by a woman? That would have been the ultimate embarrassment. So Deborah is like having joy because Sisera died at the hands of a woman, because this would have been so embarrassing for Sisera. And Sisera deserved this. He deserved it for how he treated Israel For so long. And you can see how Sisera uh, treated Israel right after this, because look in verses 28 through 31. Through the window, she looked out and cried. Sisera's mother looked through the lattice. So now this is talking about Sisera's mother, okay? So Sisera's mother is looking through the window, waiting for her son to return home gloriously in his beautiful iron chariot. And she says, Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why do the wheels of his chariot wait? So here's the thing. People will look at this and be like, why is Deborah celebrating the distress of this mother? This mother isn't in distress. Look at this. Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why do the wheels of his chariot wait? His mother, Cicero's mother, was so arrogant that she had literally no belief in her head that Cicero could have possibly died. All she's saying is, where's is his chariot? Why is he taking so long to come home in his glory of another... A battle completely defeated. And so she's waiting for her son to come back in his glorious return, basically in his beautiful iron chariot. And then here's what happens her wise ladies answer Cicero's mother. So she had these wise, apparently quote unquote wise ladies around her that were like, Oh, the reason Cicero's taking so long is because he's dividing the plunder with his men. In fact, They're raping all the women in Israel. Here's what it says. A lady, two ladies for every man. What does that tell you right there? Look at the amount of hatred that Sisera and his family had for the women of Israel. Apparently, this was a very common thing for Sisera to do. To go and just take whatever woman he wanted and rape them. And yet Sisera dies by the hand of the woman. What a wonderful outcome. And the other thing is these women that are talking about this have so much hatred for other women, for the Israelite women, that they're celebrating Sisera's army going and raping two women per man. Oh, look, they have two ladies for every man. You know, they're just getting their jollies out on these poor women that they have, you know, totally destroyed. And not only have they destroyed it, they're taking all these women, you know, their beautiful garments, these embroidered garments, and they're gonna bring these beautiful garments home to us. And so Cicero's mother is believing that this is what's happening. She's like, yay, my son's going out and raping Israeli women. I'm so proud of him. I can't wait for him to return home with the clothes that they plundered off of these women and to give those clothes to me. That's what it says here in verse 30, a plunder of dyed garments embroidered, of dyed garments embroidered on both sides. This is the plunder they're bringing home. So all of these gorgeous clothes that the Israelite women would wear that were embroidered on both sides, because I don't know if you guys embroider, which I do not, but typically you don't embroider on both sides of the clothing you embroider on the side that's seen so it shows like what kind of garment this is the high quality of the garment that somebody took the time to embroider both sides of the garment right so these women these wise women are talking about how beautiful the israelite women's clothing is and you know sisera's pulling that clothing off the women and bringing it home to us. And his mother, Sisera's mother, is so arrogant that she can't even possibly fathom that Sisera might have lost this battle. She can't believe it. And these wise women also can't believe it either. And so they're just excited for Sisera to to come home and bring them the spoils of war. So then, in verse 31, here's what Deborah says to conclude her song. So let all your enemies perish, Yahweh. But let those who love Yahweh be as the sun when it rises in its strength. This reminds me of the blessing from the book of Numbers. Let God's face shine on you and give you peace, right? That's what the blessing is. And Deborah's kind of repeating that here. Let anybody who is an enemy of Yahweh perish in the same way that Sisera did. Clearly Sisera was not a good man and yet he died at the hands of a woman the most embarrassing defeat for a man like sisera and deborah says let every other enemy of yahweh's perish in the same way so this is something that's almost like taboo to talk about nowadays is that god is going to take revenge on the people who hate him we don't hear any sermons like that in our churches anymore And yet the Psalms is filled with similar verses like this about how God is going to destroy the plans of the wicked. And, you know, the the wicked people are actually going to fall inside of their own traps, the traps that they make for the righteous person. The wicked themselves will fall into those same traps. And God also says that he is going to destroy the wicked. We don't hear sermons like this anymore But those kinds of verses are all over scripture. It's a good thing to remember that God has everything in control. And no matter who is trying to hurt us, and no matter what lies people say about Christianity or the persecutions that Christians have to endure all throughout the world, it's a good reminder to us that God is going to take vengeance for us. And God is going to help us through all of that in the end. It says in scripture that God uses everything for the collective good of those who love God. So God uses everything, even persecutions, even wicked people that try to destroy us. He uses those things in the end to build us up, to build up the people who love Yahweh and to destroy the wicked people. He causes their plans to fall apart. And it may not look like that. Sometimes when we see what's going on in the world right now, and we're just like, God, like, what are you doing? At least I think that. And I'm just like, God, like, why aren't you why aren't you helping us Christians? Why are you allowing so much injustice to happen in the world? But God uses that injustice in the end, just like with Sisera, he embarrassed Sisera in the end. And God will do the same thing to every enemy of his. He's going to embarrass them. In the end. And us Christians, even though it doesn't look like it right now, we're going to be like the sun when it rises in its strength. And that's the end of Deborah's song. But the very last verse here says that the land then had rest for 40 years. So, for 40 years after the defeat of Sisera and King Jabin, God once again restored Israel and forgave them and gave them peace. Even the tribes that were scared and didn't go out to war, even God restored those tribes and helped them because of the few people that stood up to fight against Sisera and his army. And that's what God always does. He restores. He causes his people to be like the sun when it rises in its strength. So much beautiful imagery in this entire song that Deborah and Barak wrote. And I just loved this entire song. I thought it was very interesting, very beautiful in some ways, and really showed God's mercy in helping Israel. We certainly do not sing songs like this in church. Like the songs we sing nowadays are much more simplistic as compared to a song like the ones we find in scripture. But faithful listeners, I hope you enjoyed learning about Deborah. We're finishing up with Deborah. This was our last day talking about her. But on Monday, we're going to start in Judges chapter six and move into some of the other judges that ruled over Israel and some of the crazy stories that we're going to get into in the book of Judges. But faithful listeners, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your weekend. And I will talk to you guys on Monday. Happy listening and God bless.